The message you're about listening to is from Pastor E.A. Adeboe, the General Overseer of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. We thank you because you are 100% unlimited. You are everywhere at all times. And there's nothing too hard for you to do. Please accept our thanks in Jesus' name. Today, in your own miraculous way, show yourself to be the Almighty in Jesus' name. Prove to all of us that you are the all-sufficient God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, wave at one or two people and say, God bless you today. And then you please be seated. As we continue our discussion on going higher, part 64. Going higher, part 64. And we will continue from where we left off last Sunday, First King chapter 19, verse 18. First Kings chapter 19, verse 18. Yet I have left me 7,000 in Israel, or Denise, which have not bowed unto Baal, and every mouth which are not kissed him. We mentioned last week that our God has 7,000 ways where we may have only one. And so we want to continue from there by saying that we serve a God who is more than enough. Genesis chapter 17 verse 1 Genesis 17, verse 1. The Almighty God said his name is Jehovah El Shaddai, the God who is more than enough. Bible scholar says what that name actually means is, I am God, your mother's breast. No. When you're a child and you are hungry and you want to suck milk, no matter how hungry you are, long after you are satisfied, the milk is still there in the breast of your mom. And if you're a set of twins, the two of you can get satisfied and there will still be milk in the breast of the mother. It doesn't matter how many of you, triplets or even more, there's always enough milk in mama's breast. And God is saying, I am more than sufficient for the whole world. And it's not only all sufficient, it's very generously so. 
is not stingy with all that he has. Psalm 23, verse 5, Psalm 23, verse 5, say, Thou anointed my head with oil, my cup runneth over. And I've shared that one with you before, that the first time I read that passage after I became born again, I asked God, why the wastage? When the cup was full, why didn't you stop? He says, so that this boy can know that there's much more where this is coming from. Doesn't matter how much blessing God had already given you, he will give you more today in Jesus' name. Amen. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 20. Ephesians 3, verse 20 talks about our God who can do exceedingly abundantly above all you may ask or even think. Not just abundantly, but exceedingly abundantly above all. You can ask or think. John chapter 10, verse 10. John chapter 10, verse 10. Jesus Christ said, I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. But the real point God was trying to make to Elijah is that Elijah, you may be limited, but I am unlimited. One thing you need to learn as you grow higher in the Lord is that your focus must not be on your limited self, limited ability, Limited resources, limited knowledge, limited uh, wisdom. Your focus must be on a God who is unlimited. As human beings, we are limited by time, by age. As we grow older, it becomes more and more difficult for us to do what we can do when we were young. A man of God said, I have written to you, young ones, because you are strong. Young people, they are strong. Bible says the glory of youth, of youth is their strength. Well, what happens when you begin to grow old? You become not quite as strong. So we're limited by age. But God is not limited by age. Exodus chapter 3 from verse 13 to 15. Exodus 3 from verse 13 to 15. He said, my name is I am that I am. Ever I am. 
Daniel chapter 7 verse 13. Daniel 7 verse 13 calls him the ancient of days. He's been around for a long, long time. And he's still I am. Psalm 90 from verse 1 to 2. Psalm 90 from verse 1 to 2 says, Before the mountains were brought forth, he is God. From everlasting to everlasting is God. Unlimited by age. We as human beings are limited by strength. Isaiah chapter 40 from verse 28 to 31. Isaiah 40, 28 to 31 tells us that even the young shall be weary, they shall faint. But God, he never even grows tired. I mean, 2 Samuel 21, verse 15 to 17, 2 Samuel 21, 15 to 17, tells us that David went to war and waxed faint. The giant killer waxed faint. He got tired and would have been killed, but for somebody who came to his rescue, but God is never waxing faint, never gets tired, never sleeps, never slumbers. He doesn't need sleep. We as human beings are limited by resources. But God is never limited by resources. Agai chapter 2 verse 8. Agai 2, verse 8. He says, silver is mine, gold is mine. I own it all. Psalm 24, verse 1. Psalm 24, verse 1 tells us that the earth is the lost and the fullness thereof. Consider the fullness thereof. Consider crude oil part of the fullness thereof. Consider diamond. All of them come from the earth. Consider steel, iron, gold, silver. They're all from the earth. He owns them all. It's unlimited by resources. That's why he can daily load us With benefits, Psalm 68, verse 19. Psalm 68, verse 19. When he wants to bless, he does it by load full. Because it's unlimited by resources. We are limited by power. When we are talking about power, there's a limit to your power. It doesn't matter who you think you are, whether you are head of state or the most anointed of all prophets, you are still limited by power. Why? Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 8 says, 
Nobody has power on the day of death. <laughs> no matter how powerful you are, you cannot tell death, leave me alone, I don't want to go. Uh, I mean, you know Elisha. As anointed as he was, when the time came for him to die, he died. There was the anointing in his bones to raise the dead. And nobody has power on the day of death. We are limited when it comes to power. But God is not. Psalm 62 verse 11. Psalm 62 verse 11, he says, <laughs> God has spoken once. Twice have I heard this. The power belongs to God. He is not limited by power. We are limited in knowledge. You don't know that? Read Job chapter 38. Read from verse 1 to 28. It's very good reading. Might be good that you just take note of that and read it after the psalm. Job 38 from verse 1 to 28. And see if you can answer all the questions there. <laughs> I mean, for example, consider the question Who is the father of the rain? <laughs> Who is the mother of the dew? Those are part of the questions there. With all your PhDs, can you answer that? Whereas God is not limited by knowledge. Acts chapter 15, verse 18. Acts 15, verse 18 says, Known unto God are all his works from the beginning of the earth. I've told you before, it will take you a thousand years to learn all there is to know about mathematics. Just one subject. You would need to live for a thousand years to become a real specialist in mathematics. And yet God knows all the maths, all the physics, all the chemistry, all the biology, all the subjects that are yet to be discovered. He knows them all. It's not limited in knowledge. And of course, because we are limited in knowledge, it follows that we are limited in wisdom. Because wisdom is a correct application of knowledge. As a matter of fact, the Bible puts it this way. <laughs> in James chapter 1, verse 5, James 1, verse 5, he said, if anybody lack wisdom, let him ask God. Hmm? You want wisdom? Go and ask God. You can give to you. He said he will give to you liberally. Liberally. Daniel chapter 2 from verse 20 to 22. Daniel 2 from verse 20 to 22. Daniel said, God gives wisdom to the wise. So the little you have, you got it from him. God is not limited. We are. Meaning what? Without him, we are nothing. John 15 from verse 1 to 5. 
John 15, from verse 1 to 5. Jesus Christ made it clear. He is a vine. We are the branches. The father is the husbandman. Everything that the branches can ever become depends on the vine. Just as the vine depends on the husbandman. The fluid that is flowing in the branches, they get through the vine. The fruit that they produce, they get through the vine. That's why he said, without me, you can do nothing. 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 So as you grow higher, keep that in mind. Without Jesus Christ, you can do nothing. My prayer is that God will use you mightily for his glory. Amen. That he will use you to heal the sick, use you to open blind eyes, use you to raise the dead. Amen. I use you to make the barren fruitful. Use you to cast mountains into the sea. But don't forget, without him, you can do nothing. But God is not limited. Jeremiah 32, verse 27. Jeremiah 20, 32, verse 27. He says, I am the God of all flesh. Is anything too hard for me? So when we link up with this God, who is unlimited, who can do all things, suddenly we discover through him we can also do all things. Philippians 4.13. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ. We strengthen me. In other words, the strength to do all things comes from him, not me. I am limited. If he withdraws the strength, there will be nothing left. I have told you someone who said, hey, if if." God should withdraw from me, there will be very little left. I say, you, you see, have something left? If the Lord withdraws from me, what will I have left? <laughs> I may consider Pastor Adeboye, for example. If Jesus should withdraw, and God forbid, tell me exactly what will be left. Oh, well, he has picked the mathematics. So, go and pick the certificate. <laughs> and go to them at the University of Lagos and say, well, I'm here. 
Once a mathematician for a, forever a mathematician. <laughs> they will tell me. The, the students who taught in the 1970s, they have retired as VC. <laughs> we have no space for you. I pray for every one of you doing mighty things for God. God will not withdraw from you. Amen. Through him we can do all things as long as he is the one supplying the strength. So God was trying to tell Elijah. Well done, sir. Thank you. You're a good boy. But without me, you can do nothing. But without you, I can do at least 7,000 things. That's very humbling revelation. He was telling Elijah, I am the original majesty. Daniel chapter 4, verse 34 to 35. Daniel 4, 34 to 35. There was a king who thought he was the real majesty. Nebuchadnezzar was his name. He was in charge of practically the greatest nation in the world of his time. After God showed him that he can turn a king to an animal for seven years and still preserve his kingdom for him, waiting for his repentance. He opened his mouth and said, ah. <laughs> I thought I was a king, but now I know I'm not even better than a grasshopper. That's what he said. It came from him. He says he does as he wills in the course of heaven. God is higher than the highest. So no matter how high you rise, and my prayer is that if you have been following me all these weeks, all these Sundays about growing higher, learning how to grow higher, my prayer for you is that the almighty God, Sunday by Sunday, will live to higher and higher. Do not forget there is someone called the original majesty. If we depart from you, there will be nothing left. I've referred to the story of the donkey that Jesus rose, rode. And uh, into Jerusalem. I've told you that before. Just remind you. As long as Jesus was riding on that donkey, 
People were spreading their clothes for a donkey to walk upon. An ass. And I'm sure the ass must have looked at himself and said, wow, I've arrived. Ah, look at me. <laughs> they clothed me. Not only that, I'm even walking on their clothes. Hey, here comes King Donkey. The moment Jesus got down from that donkey, the Bible did not tell us what happened to it. Remember, the donkey was not in Jerusalem. He came from a different place. This, Jesus sent to go and bring him. They never returned him. He became a wanderer. Beloved, Psalm 91 verse 1 is my conclusion. He, Psalm 91 verse 1, He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Dwell with Him. Dwell with Jesus Christ in all humility. And then you can abide in his shadow. His shadow alone is enough to settle you completely. And of course, if you have not even <laughs> come near him, then you know you are living a life that is naked. You have nobody to cover for you. Many of you think you don't need God. Remember somebody said, nobody knows the value of an umbrella until it begins to rain. You may not know the value of God until trouble comes. And you know what? Sooner or later, trouble is bound to come. He said in his word, he said, when you are passing through river, when you are passing through fire, when, not if, sooner or later in life, you will pass through fire. But if the Lord is with you, he said, then the fire won't burn you. Oh, even those of us who are Christian, he didn't promise us that there would be no problems. All he said is that we will survive because he will be with us. If he's not with you, <laughs> sooner or later you will walk through the valley of the shadow of death and then you will know the meaning of fear. If you have not given your life to him, when the time comes for you to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you will know, no matter how big you think you are, that you have no power on the day of death, and you will know what is called fear. But if you come to him today, ah, then you can walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
and you fear no evil because he will be with you. So if you want to surrender your life to Jesus, bow your head where you are, cry to him, ask him to please save your soul, receive you into the family of God, so that when you have come to the limit of your abilities, he will be there, the unlimited God, protecting you and filling every hole that is in your life. So, if you want to give your life to him now, please call on him and say, Lord, please have mercy on me. Save my soul. Hey, receive me into the family of God. I want you by my side all the time, O oh Lord. And I will serve you for the rest of my life. Call on God now. And please, all those who are near, those who are calling on God now, wherever they are, please intercede for them, that the God who saved your soul will save their own souls also, so that they too will begin to enjoy fellowship with him. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. My Father, my God, I want to thank you most sincerely for your word that has gone forth again today. Thank you for reminding us that while we are limited, you are not. I'm praying, Lord God Almighty, particularly for those who have surrendered their lives to you today, please receive them, save their souls, let your blood wash away their sins. Lord, receive them into the family of God. And please, any time they have need, be there to meet the needs, Lord. Answer their prayer by fire. And let them serve you for the rest of their lives. And Lord God Almighty, today I pray that your sufficiency we take care of all our insufficiency that you will prove yourself to be more than sufficient and that forever your name will be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Please join us on this same station at this time for another wonderful experience as Pastor E.A. Adeboye exposes the deep mysteries in the Word of God.